Welcome to Taste Talks, the podcast which hopefully will inspire where you go next with myself, Keith Matten, and me, Olivia Byrne, the people behind the award-winning digital magazine, thetaste.ie. Each week we'll bring you a list of upcoming events, new bites to look out for in your weekly shop, a restaurant spotlight and a travel destination in Ireland. Once per month we will delve into a special guest's cravings and find out what food makes them happy. And lastly, we'll read out what has been keeping you hungry on social media this week. If you're new to this podcast, we highly recommend you check out all our other episodes. We promise they are all packed with foodie inspiration. So episode five, well, we managed to get through the first month without killing each other. <laughs> and it was a very, very quiet Christmas because we had a positive antigen test. Um, so anyone who's trying to back away from the speaker right now, don't worry. You can't catch COVID from a podcast. And, uh, and we're happy to say we finally got a clear PCR test so we can maybe plan and see our loved ones again. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously our listeners have a higher level intelligence than you're giving them credit for. I'd say they know they can't catch it from the podcast. Uh, I don't know where you can catch it. You these don't days. put any corners. It's just everywhere. <laughs> it's absolutely everywhere. Tony Hulan says it's on doors, it's on stairs, it's everywhere. Oh God, yeah. It was a weird Christmas for sure. Um, I'm always a big fan of Christmas, but this year I am actually glad now that it's behind us. It was just very strange, wasn't it? Like our antigen, the positive was on the, the eve of Christmas Eve. Yeah. So, like, it just oh, it just put, brought down the whole thing, and I don't know, we're better off not even probably getting into it. Um, but, yeah, it was a strange one. But one of the things I loved was actually seeing everyone's Christmas cooking and baking online. Yeah, that was it, really cool. Yeah, it was. And, you know, I think that's the thing with food. It's so communal, and it does connect people, and so you have to take the positives at yeah. situations like this. Well, not a positive test. And, oh, jeez. Don't, <laughs> don't take those positives. <laughs> <laughs> what a stupid word for me to use. But um, yeah, one of the things I was delighted to see. Now, you're taking up a bit more room here at the desk. You know, your head has expanded. But Why? you've been nominated for Trailblazer of the Year by the Irish Digital Awards for 2021. It's a mouthful, though. It is a mouthful. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's definitely I, gone to your head. I am not ta- um, I'm taking up my fair share of the desk, okay? Ah, Keith, it's on. difficult recording this podcast with you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, I I was really delighted for you. Well, I was until you started talking about me. <laughs> but um yeah, it's quite an honor, isn't it? Yeah, I, I'm absolutely delighted. I was shocked to to actually get uh, be announced as a finalist and, you know, best of luck to all the other nominees. Yeah, absolutely. So when is is there a, an awards night? Uh February 11th, I think, something like Great, that. Yeah, cool. yeah. Well, keep us posted, Trailblazer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, now let's get on to the podcast. So what to look out for in your shopping this week? So normally I wouldn't try and do a weekly shop in M&S. I think it's more of a sort of food treat store if you're passing However, at this time of the year, I think they really excel with their party food range. And with New Year's Eve coming up, it looks like most of us are going to be celebrating at home with this 8pm curfew. Uh, we decided to check out the M&S range. So first up, we tried the Molten Cheddar Cheese Profiteroles. I thought they were absolutely gorgeous. 
You're not really yeah, a cheese fan. I, I could see why you liked them, but yeah, it wouldn't be for me. Well, you did like, they have the cutest little chicken tikka nans and then they had the mini salmon on crude. Yes, you loved know. both of them. They yeah. were really, really good. And have to say, no one really does party food like m No, I know. It's very good. They also have a range if you want to go vegan. Uh, they've got the Plant Kitchen Jackfruit Bombombs, the No Chicken Goyas, uh, the Made for Sharing Dirty Burgers and Dough Balls, and the Crispy Tempura Vegetables. And for the kids, or anyone with a sweet tooth like you, yes. uh, they have their chocolate mousse filled Rodney the Reindeers. Uh, they've got their luxurious macarons and their zesty Jaffa bites. Um, there was only one tray of party food that the jury's still out on. They had their cheesy beans on toast. Some will love it. Some won't. Yeah, the jury's not out on it. It just is not right. You just no. didn't like it. No, that, and that's not party food. Well, mini beans on toast. No. Uh, no, 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 no. So what have you got coming up? Yeah, so mine is like definitely more important. <laughs> it's about the, the New Year's Eve bubbles. And I think one of the greatest pleasures in life is a glass of champagne. Yeah. There's nothing like it, you know toasting new year's eve toasting the end of the week toast whatever well you toast, toast your breakfast as well like I that's know, weird I like know. you're not supposed to drink champagne for breakfast look it yeah. far from it hard times <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so i post a bit about champagne on my social media because it's just my favorite drink and i know it is far from what i was raised but it's a great drink and i'm not gonna you know, apologize for that. Um, so one of the questions I always get asked is like, what's my favorite champagne? My answer is always that I have never met one I didn't like. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the Charles Heitzig, is that how you pronounce it? Heitzig. Heitzig. Yeah, that's probably my favorite. Yeah, that's but in O'Brien's at the moment. Yeah. yeah, I always change my mind on that. But yeah, no, I love it. But two on a budget, because I think like if you're having New Year's Eve at home, you have a couple of people in the family having a glass, you need more than one bottle. So I would... Highly recommend the Pierre Darcy. It's available in Centra and Super Value. Now, Centra have it for just 15 euro. Yeah, that's a bargain. And Super Value for 20. It's normally 29.99 in both shops. And even at 29.99, I have to say, it's a great bottle. It's completely perfect. Really good. Um, Moe is definitely a favorite of mine. And that has been reduced down to 30 euro all Christmas in Tesco. And that runs right up to New Year's Eve, as far as I know. So definitely that's a great one to stock up on as well. Now, I I keep stocking up and running out. So (laughs) I need to just just have a dry January. (laughs) Well, I did sort of say before the Christmas people stock up on champagne so it's definitely a must so that's two that we have to look out in your shopping this week and we'll have more next week so welcome back on to taste talks clyde great to be back Keith. thanks for having me uh so last week we were having a chat about big fan bow and this week we're going to talk about maybe the best place you can get seafood in dublin Yes, absolutely. This is one for all the seafood lovers. Uh, we, myself and Abigail, got to go and have a fantastic dining experience at Seoul Seafood and Grill on St. William Street. And it really is one of the best seafood restaurants, I think, around. Uh, it's won the best luxury seafood restaurant in Europe at the World Luxury Restaurant Awards three years in a row. And it's rated number one on TripAdvisor as well. And this is all from a restaurant that only opened its doors in 2018. That's fabulous. And and the interior is uh, breathtaking. 
Yeah, it is. Like the the owners of Seoul are the same people that own Fire uh, Steakhouse Restaurant across on Dawson Street. So even just by knowing that, you know the standard is going to be very high. But they did. They they took over what was Zaragoza. If people remember back uh, then, it was Zaragoza. It was a, a, a tapas restaurant. And they completely just gutted it and changed uh, the whole interior. It's all centered around this beautiful bar where you can sit at and talk to the bartenders, get a drink, and also have, like, you know, your oysters or your seafood tower sitting at the bar. Um, and then next to the, the bar, then you've got the big tanks that will have the likes of your fresh oysters and stuff like that in them. So it, it's a beautiful interior restaurant uh, and it's got one of those uh, glass walls where you can see into the kitchen. So uh, Richie Wilson is the culinary director for both Seoul and for Fire. So you get to watch himself or you get to watch the kitchen team uh, preparing everything. I always love that because I love watching the action. Really adds to the night, you know, getting to see the chefs at work and seeing them create the dishes. I've seen photos of the seafood tower it's very very impressive it really is like and the freshness of it like you can have it a couple of different ways but uh one of the ones i saw coming out of the dining room and it's definitely one i want to try again it's called the captain's um seafood tower and in addition to having your 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 huge langoustines and your fresh oysters you also have on the top then you have uh, fresh mussels uh and then also a, a lobster cut in half and grilled uh it just looks incredible it sounds fab so tell us what you guys had on the night yeah so when we arrived we had some uh scallops uh sorry when we arrived we had some oysters and the really nice thing about oysters from seoul is that you have a choice of five different oyster farms from all over ireland to choose from so the oysters that we had to start came from Connemara and they were served with this beautiful raspberry and shallot vinaigrette dressing. So we had them just while we were having a chat and having a drink on arrival. And then our starters, then we chose the scallops and the squid. The scallops, I just thought, were stunning. They were done with this uh, really crisp pancetta, and there was a soft pea puree. So if you can imagine the white of the scallops with the red, uh, uh, you know, the dark red of the, the pancetta, and then the green puree, it just looked like art on a plate. I thought it was really nice. And the combination of those flavors, I thought, went really well together. Our second starter then was the uh, squid. So that was a a squid that was done in a tempura. So it was like deep fried in a really light, crisp batter. And then it was served with lemon and garlic mayo. And it was a simple starter, but it really packed a lot of flavor uh, in with with the crunch. So those were our two starters that we really, really enjoyed. Um, Looking then... Looking then towards the mains, um, you know, Seoul, every night you go to Seoul, there's different specials, you know. Yeah. So obviously when you're dealing with seafood, it is whatever uh, is available at, at its freshest. So the night we were there, uh, we were very tempted by the special that was on, which was a pan-seared sole. So that was served with a, a creamy mashed potato, young stem broccoli. And then uh, the dish also included some uh, crayfish tails in a lime beurre blanc. So That was just stunning. It really was a standout dish for us. Um, And then our second uh, dish that we had then was the sea bass. So I I love sea bass. It's one of my favorite fish to have. And that was paired with an oyster tempura. So again, working in those combinations of other types of seafood into it. Um, And that was served with purple potatoes, which look unusual when you see them, but they taste beautiful, like, you know what I mean, and, and taste exactly uh, as you would expect the potato to taste. Um, and there was also a cauliflower, uh, cauliflower puree with that. So the, those two main seafood dishes for us were just fantastic. And 
it, it really is kind of like the the true essence of going to Seoul. Like, you know what I mean? Is that you get to try all this amazing seafood cooked in, in different ways and then, you know, the different sauces and stuff like that combined with them. And it, it is a, a, a pure kind of dining experience when you go there. Uh, and I just want to give a shout out as well to the staff there because the service is, uh, it, it's, it's kind of traditional old school service, you know, so mm. you, you can definitely go to Seoul and expect to be well looked after. All the staff are very attentive, very well trained uh, and give great service. And did you have any room for dessert? We did. We did. Now, we were a little bit stuffed, but we had a tangy lemon tart and then we had a strawberry crumble. And what I loved about the strawberry crumble was they used North Dublin strawberries, which is, comes from just down the road where I live in North Dublin. So it was nice to see them on the menu. And that was uh, the perfect sweet end to our sole meal. That sounds great. And sort of, is it an expensive restaurant? What sort of prices are we talking? It, it can be depending on what you go for, but there, there's some great value available there, you know. And, and again, you got to keep remembering what I said about the the service and the quality of the food but but yeah there's value to be had so for example they have an early evening menu which is two courses for 3250 mm-hmm. or you can have three courses for 3650 uh, and that's available uh, midweek and then it's available uh, on the weekends as well between 5 and 6 but then you know if, if you don't get the early bird there's also a table d'eau menu and that offers three courses for 55 euro per person mm-hmm. So, you know, there, there is value to be had there. When we dined there, we chose, uh, one of us chose from the a la carte menu and the other chose from the early bird menu. So combining the both of those with a glass of wine and a cocktail as well, our dining uh, meal came to €147.40, which yeah. I think for what we had is good value. It's a, it's a really nice night out. It's not, you know, you can go out for your casual bites during the week. This is a beautiful restaurant uh, serving the freshest of seafood in Ireland. Yeah, it is indeed. So that's why I said, like, you know, the if if you are, you know, tight with money or stuff like that, you know what I mean, depending on, on what time of the month you're going to go and stuff like that, you can find value yeah. in Seoul. But, but it is, it's one of those ones for a special occasion where you really want to treat yourself. So uh, it, it is highly recommended. Well, that's brilliant. Thanks for that, Clyde. So we're going to have you back on next week and you're going to be talking about a brunch. Yeah, that's right. So uh, there's a new uh, venue at the opening up on St. William Street. It's actually across the road from Seoul and it's called Mercado 52. And there's really nice uh, options for dining inside there. So I'll tell you all about that. Brilliant. Looking forward to it. So what caught our eye on social media this week? So first up, I have award-winning chef Garrett Mullins. He's bringing his Zoom cookery classes back for 2022. They were a huge hit last year and they make the perfect gift for anybody who wants to improve their cooking skills this year. You'll know Garrett from TV shows like RTE Today, Virgin Media's 6 o'clock show, and he's also a regular on the Pat Kenny show on News Talk. So his three-week program is designed to show people how to cook flavoursome food without too much effort and using a lot of fresh ingredients. Week one will concentrate on midweek suppers, week two will cover batch cooking and week three will show you some handy lunch ideas. Each week's course will happen on a Monday at 7pm and people will be able to interact and ask questions. You will also be sent the video afterwards if you want to recap on any of the dishes made on the night. The course starts on the 10th of January, so there's still plenty of time to sign up. It's only €60 for three weeks, 
and you can purchase it right now on the taste.ie just go to the offer section and buy it there so two people I love following on Instagram are Gina and Carl Daly. They're otherwise known as The Daily Dish and Mr. Dish. Now, these are two of the loveliest people on social media. They're always real and just dishing out, pun intended there, really great, useful content. Um, so how these guys came to fame was from their ability to create really healthy, but still very tasty versions of delicious dishes. So for those of us who love the chipper, they have like great fried chicken, chips, burgers. Um, for people that love a Chinese takeaway, they have this incredible uh, beef satay. We've made that a good few times yeah, now. Really 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 good and just loads of dishes that are simple to recreate but I suppose they look after taking away the the calorific content and they've done all the hard work basically they've made all the substitutions Um, they've two award-winning books actually and the latest one is called the daily dish rides again and um, you can order it online uh, from Eason's or in you can pick it up in store and it's also in lots of uh, bookstores nationwide I just think at this time of year we're all bombarded with ads for diets and quick fixes which we all know is a load of rubbish but genuinely this book is full of recipes that taste great and Gina and Carl they're just really really um, relatable people I think it's really easy to engage with them if you don't follow them already and um, they're just at the daily dish and at Mr Dish and I, I think you won't regret it give them a follow. Well, that's a fab recommendation. So next up, I've been seeing a lot of people sharing uh, memories of 2021, a lot of food photos from a lot of favorite restaurants, which made me think about a small little restaurant in Dublin called Richmond. Chef Davy Bourne has been creating truly amazing dishes in and out of lockdown and the restaurant just celebrated six years open in December and between the owner Russell Wilde and Davy, they've been serving up food that has attracted the eye of Michelin and they've won a Michelin bib consistently year on year. I recently spotted a gorgeous chicken liver snack and a pigeon pie on their social feeds. I would highly recommend you follow them if you just love seeing this sort of stuff. Uh, it made me sort of think I'd like to book in again, which is very unusual for us because as part of the taste tour, we don't normally go back to restaurants. You know, we normally keep going, don't we? Yeah, that's true. I think there are certain places, though, they're just so good. You have to go back. Like, I actually remember the last time we were in Richmond and one of my side dishes, do you remember, it was this gorgeous vegetable pie. Yeah. Like, I mean, oh, I just want that again. <laughs> yeah. No, no, the, the food is absolutely incredible there. And if you're looking for a real treat in the new year, check out richmondrestaurant.ie to book in. Speaking of food memories, one of the highlights for me was definitely the I'm Sure at Home box. Oh, amazing. So I remember we did the first one in January. We were back in lockdown. Everyone was, you know, looking for something new to try. The restaurants were closed again. So when we saw I'm Sure at Home, we ordered in the hope that it would just be a really nice way of spending an evening and hopefully recreating that restaurant feeling at home. And oh my God. It was incredible. It wasn't was, it? yeah. Like, it was a great night. I actually loved the creating of it as much as the eating. I mean, I'm not a great cook at all. I really like cooking, just not great you at it. You are a very good cook. No. But this was like, for me, it was like paint by numbers. Because do you remember every ingredient was colour coded? And then we had these amazing instruction videos from yeah. Chef Jordan Bailey. Um, One of the things I still think about is the puffed cod skin and the flaggy shore oysters 
I mean, they were incredible. And that's not the type of thing you ever recreate at home. No, Never, definitely not. You know? no, no. And it was just such a lovely sense of accomplishment to, to do it. And obviously enjoying eating them was incredible. Um, so yeah, that was a really, really good food. We actually did it twice. We did yeah. it at the second I'm sure box as well. Um, you know the way they say food is medicine. Well, I actually fully believe in that. I also think the methodical creation of the food with something like I'm sure was eight courses. It wasn't your usual at home box. This is a Michelin star restaurant. And I, if it comes back, I would definitely do it again. Couldn't recommend it highly enough. Such a good experience. Yeah, amazing experience. Yeah. So that's what caught our eye on social media this week. We'll be back next week with a few more. So hi, Fiona. Welcome back on to Taste Talks. Hi, Keith. Nice to talk to you again. So we're going to talk about this beautiful new restaurant that's after opening up down in Minute uh, called The Enclosure. Yes, it's in the Glen Royal Hotel in Maynooth. Very good. It's called, it's called the enclosure. I like to call it the winner's enclosure because it really is a little gem. Oh, okay. Mm. And yeah. who's the chef there? Chef Bernard has come from Rustic Stone. So he's got about 10 years of experience there that he is bringing to this great menu in um, the Glen Royal what I particularly love about it is that you've got the, the the creativity and the delicacy of his experience, but that is combined with good hearty food like steaks and, and things like that. So you've got a bit of both going on. And I think for somewhere like a hotel as well, um, I love that you could pop in here, they serve food in the bar, and they have a gorgeous little restaurant as well. So you can pick and choose and make it something incredible, or if you're just really hungry and you want something warm and hearty, they've got that for you as well. Very good. And can you describe the restaurant to the listeners? Is it a, a modern or more traditional style? It's got low lighting, and I know that because, of course, when you're trying to take photos, you and I both know (laughs) (laughs) you want to be hanging out a window. But if you're not trying to take photos, it's got gorgeous low lighting and a lot of booths. Again, I'm a great fan of them because I think that they offer privacy and I feel keep away the noise a little bit and you can focus more on on the plates in front of you. So low lighting, it's relaxed. Staff, maitre d', oh, amazing, great spot. But I have to say that the bar is lovely as well. So if you wanted to maybe not book a table in the dining room, but maybe have your pint and have something to eat, you can do that as well. So it's okay, got so going on. They they serve sort of more casual and the uh, fine dining. Okay, great. Yeah. So uh, talk to us about the menu and the food. Okay, well, what Chef Bernard did was... He put together a menu for us. People are going to think I'm not able to decide for myself. <laughs> it's amazing if you have the opportunity for a chef to say, you know, I've put something together. I mean, I think it's just an absolute privilege. So okay. what he did and what I, I loved about this was he took three of his starters that are on the the big menu, we'll call it. And he put those together and served those to us as a tasting menu so we get to to try all the different flavors. Okay, and, and what were they? Okay, so we had hamachi tataki. Oh. Now here you've got the Japanese influence coming in, but it was just slivers of tuna in yeah. 
uh, an absolutely fabulous um, a Japanese broth, I would call it. Okay. It's had roast red pepper in there, avocado, shallots, you know, that gorgeous, not quite miso, but getting there sort of flavor. So, so it's nice. sort of like the tuna is poaching in this broth. Almost, yes. Yeah, yeah. and it's, it's so fine and so delicate. Um, it's incredible. Mm, sounds and delicious. The funny thing about it was when we had eaten it, there was some, I'm, I'm calling it a broth. I'm sure there is another another term, but it's not sauce or soup, but I'm saying broth. Yeah. Um, and the maitre d' came over and we said, please, could we have? And he said, spoons. You want spoons for that, don't you? <laughs> we said, yes, it's too gorgeous to leave behind. And he said, everybody, uh, including the staff, if they taste it, it's like, we need a spoon to finish this off. Oh, that sounds really good. Yeah, so that'll give you an idea of how delicious it was. And then after that, we tried the scallop. Yeah. And served with one of my most favorite things, which is cauliflower puree. You love that. I absolutely adore that. So if you've got a perfectly cooked scallop and you've got cauliflower puree, it's just incredible. So beautifully presented. Um, oh, look. You, you'd eat this now straight out of the pan. It was so gorgeous. It really was. Um, and then the, a, a different, uh, completely different for the third starter, which was 12-hour pork belly. Oh, okay. And I'm not a huge fan of that, or so I thought, until I tasted Bernard's, and um, now I want it every day. <laughs> and again, there was just all those flavors were in there, like toasted peanuts, Shemeji, mushrooms, radish, coriander. You just had it all going on. And it wasn't too much. It was just this gorgeous awakening of all of your, of all of these tastes. Incredible. Yeah. Mm. So that was the starters, yeah? Yeah. So what happened for the mains? Cote de Boeuf. Ah. Aha. <laughs> yes. And that's yeah. supposed to be for sharing. Did you share? I did. Um I think I I got the short straw though with Mr. Dylan and the the beef. Um, yeah. But I I don't blame him for for devouring it because it was gorgeous. Served with a, a marrow butter and some truffle jus, it was a thing of beauty. I don't know if you find this. What I loved about this was that it was. A lot of it, most of it was taken from the actual main menu. I'll call it the main menu in the restaurant. Yeah. And if you're having something like a steak, you're going to have sides. But if you're doing a tasting menu, often the sides are omitted because you've got so many courses. So you never really know what it might be served with if you were coming in and eating a dish as a main course. Yeah. Now, they did not forget this in the enclosure. Um, I had the most amazing mashed potato, well, Kulkanen, yeah, that I've ever eaten in my life. I can't imagine the butter that's in it. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Because it actually has a scallion mousse on top of it. Oh. A scallion mousse. Oh. So imagine that vivid green. Um, they were saying that a lot of people think it's mushy peas is the side because it's that that green. But underneath it is the most perfect mash you could imagine. 
Um, and I actually remember talking to Nevin Maguire about his match before. Yeah. And he says, the reason why you can never recreate it at home is mash in a restaurant is about 50% cream, 30% butter, and then a few potatoes put in. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I went to visit my parents and my sisters a few days later and I, I said to them, we have to go. They're, they live all live in Meath. And I think we have to go to this place, the mashed potato. And even though I knew that it was just butter and cream, I, I still have to go back because yeah. it was such a thing of beauty. And, you know, okay, you're eating out. You don't expect everything to be healthy. You're eating out. You're having a good time. Exactly. You're eating yourself. And this was sublime. Yeah. Um, like, you know, this thing that was happening a couple of years ago where the government wanted calories put on all the menus like, there's no point. You're going out once a week, once a month. You want to treat yourself. And sure, if the chef has put in 80% cream and it tastes amazing, you don't want to know the colours. No, you don't. And you're not going to be having it every night. It's a special occasion. Somebody is cooking for you. Um, and it would be rude not to when it comes to this mashed potato, let me tell you. I don't <laughs> think anybody would say no. Yeah. Um, oh, it, it, it really was delightful. And then there were broccoli sides and the, the, they had skinny fries. So we got to taste everything. Mm. Um, oh, it, it was super. Yeah. But I did get a look at the, the main menu this time, even though ours was beautifully um, laid out uh, as a tasting menu. But what I noticed was you can get a nine-ounce sirloin steak, right? Yeah. With uh, house butter, truffle sauce, pickled red onion rings. They are things of beauty, I have to tell mm. you. Choice of mashed potato or skinny fries, all of that, 30 euro. Okay, so that's very good. That's amazing. The meat because is incredible. The quality of the steak is yes. at a very high level. Yeah. Yeah, and they have T-bones for two, tomahawk, you can do a Chateaubriand. There's so much that, you know, you can choose from. Yeah. Again, they have other dishes if you're not into your red meat like that. But I thought it was excellent value. So I'd have to go back to those pickled red onion onion rings. Okay. So we love red onions. Spanish onions are, you know, they're that little bit sweeter. Yeah. Um, and these were... These were excellent and not something that you normally come across. Uh, so, yeah, that it was just, um, it was super. And I love the price point. I really yeah. do. Now you're going to ask me about something sweet? Yeah. Did you have any desserts? Oh, well, you know, I, I'm a true martyr and I struggled on, <laughs> um, struggled <laughs> through a toffee fondant with vanilla ice cream and hot chocolate sauce. Mm. Oh, do I need to say any more? You know, when you're just pouring that sauce and you're thinking, I am living my best life. Yeah. It was, yeah, that sort of a moment. So is it safe to say that there was a bit of a food coma afterwards? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. The other thing, you know, you go and your remit is to uh, have dinner, enjoy dinner. But then you notice things I didn't know uh, that they have great spa breaks there. So okay. I, again, was saying to my sisters, you know, we could go and do that for a night and we could enjoy the dinner and also have a nice break. Yeah. Um, and I guess they were things that I just didn't know. And Maynooth is accessible from so many counties. It really is. It's very close. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
So, like, like to be honest, I know it's Kildare, but a lot of people that are in Dublin and Mead and so forth can actually make the journey to yeah. buy this new restaurant. Yeah. My sister and her husband actually popped over for a pre-dinner drink, uh, mostly because we had traveled together and she had bought so much um uh, she had done so much shopping that I had taken home a lot of the stuff that she had bought. Uh. <laughs> so she said, oh, I'll come and join you for a drink and, you know, we can do the swap over. But they live in Trim. So yeah. it's very accessible for them as well. And yeah. it was, it's like 50 minutes for me. So really, mm, I would highly recommend it as okay. a little break. Or if you live nearby, go in and have some dinner. It's absolutely gorgeous. Well, that's a great review, Fiona. I'm sure the guys in the enclosure will be delighted. And we'll have you back on next week uh, for another hotel or restaurant on your travels. Rightio. Back on episode three, we had a fantastic competition from Dublin City Brewing. The prize is two trays of beer, a hoodie top, glasses and much more. The winner is, drumroll please. Well done to Steve Sulch. Steve, we'll be in touch with you shortly to organise your prize and we will have a new competition next week. Thank you all so much for entering this one. Well, that's it for another Taste Talks podcast. We really hope you enjoyed listening and that we gave you lots of food for thought. Please make sure you subscribe to our podcast so you never miss a delicious episode. And do keep in touch with us on social media using hashtag Taste Talks. Until next time, make sure you try out some of the tastes we discussed this week. And if you're feeling generous, why not give us a five-star review? It will really help us grow and continue our Taste Talks journey. Bye Bye for for now. now.